Welcome to this rebroadcast of Hope in the Night. We hope that this program brings you biblical hope and practical help. Now, here's Hope in the Night with June Hunt. Welcome to Hope in the Night. Late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, I've heard it said that everybody loves a hero, and uh, I think we do, that we, we like I to do. do that, and I know you particularly like mm-hmm. the underdog many times, And mm-hmm. but uh, with our heroes, uh, not it, it doesn't always turn out uh, well. It, it, they're not mm-hmm. always who they seem to be. Well, when you say that, I'm thinking about the World Series, and uh, um, there was an all-American hero. Um, some say he was the greatest baseball player of all time, and that would be Mickey Mantle. Because he, he really did have it all, fame, fortune, millions of fans. And on the day of his high school graduation, he signed with the world-renowned New York Yankees, and uh, that thrust him into the, the road, at least, to, to stardom. Uh, statistics were phenomenal. Um, 536 career home runs, three most valuable player awards, um, career batting average of 298, seven world champions championships, um, baseball's triple crown, uh, leading the entire major league in the highest batting average most home runs, and most runs batted in. And, and I say that, yet um, I was just a kid when his accomplishments were so strong. I just knew his name. But uh, in the midst of all of Mickey Mantle's accomplishments, um, there, was, there were dangerous parts of his lifestyle, uh, Alcoholism, um, well, it, it, it literally was poison to his life. And um, he knew what it was to be an addict. Many people felt that if he had not had this, what, could, what he could have continued to be as a player, way beyond even what he, he did, that he would be able to do so much more. And... Um, Years ago, I wrote about Mickey Mantle in our material on alcohol and drug abuse, breaking free and staying free. And uh, we do tell his story. Um, just he, he finally realized, uh, and it took hitting rock bottom after 40 years of alcohol addiction from Mickey Mantle to, to uh, turn from substance abuse um, he was broken, bitter, his body was deteriorating, memory lapsing, family crumbling. Mickey did what everyone thought was unthinkable. For him, he entered into a rehab. And he, he said, I couldn't go on living the way I was, drunk and sick and depressed, covering up with lies. He, this is a direct quote trying to remember where I was going or where I had been. So here you have this man who inspired so many, yet now he 
was, if you will, broken down. But he was accepting responsibility for the first time for his poor choices. He even said, God gave me a body, an ability to play baseball, and that's what I wanted to do. I was just, it was just wasted. I've been given so much and I blew it. The greatest switch hitter of all time, um, that's what he was known as. Uh, he said, I want to start giving something back. It seems all I've done is just take. And listen to this. Then he gave this gut-wrenching warning. Don't be like me. Don't be like me. And uh, there, there was someone who was very close to him, Bobby Richardson. I'd met Bobby several times. He, he was, again, a New York Yankee, and uh, who was a strong Christian who loved him, prayed and prayed and prayed for him. And the, one day he called Bobby Richardson, and he said, uh, Bobby, I've been wanting to tell you I have trusted in Christ as my Savior. I mean, that was just amazing. I mean, there were, he, he, Bobby had poured into him and uh, stood by him at all kinds of crisis times. And three days later, on August 13, 1995, Mickey Mantle died. But now he was a healed man. He was healed physically, delivered from dependency, no longer suffering the pain and anguish of a of a diseased, ravaged body. He was healed spiritually. Every single sin McGee Mantle ever committed was fully forgiven by Christ. At McGee Mantle's funeral, Bobby Richardson told 2,000 mourners and a, a, nation, a national uh, TV audience there were only two groups of people, those who, those who said yes to Christ and those who said no. And he added that since none of us knows when we will face our own final inning of death, may, saying maybe is now really just the same as saying no. But in the final ending of his life, he was home. What does the Bible say about anxiety, abuse, or grief? Does the Bible really say anything about addiction, boundaries, or dealing with difficult people? As June Hunt has often said, there really are biblical solutions to all of life's struggles. We are excited to let you know about the newest and most comprehensive resource from June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart, the Care and Counsel Library. Developed over a span of 35 years with the help of pastors, counselors, and ministry leaders, the Care and Counsel Library is a 50-topic, 10-volume set of books which provide clear answers from God's Word on real-life issues. This is a must-have resource for anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom. And right now, you can save 25% when you get the whole set. Check out the Care and Counsel Library today at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, in our family, 
or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. You are listening to Hope in the Night. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get to our caller in just a moment. If you would like to speak with June about a specific situation in your life, we'd like to invite you to call for our uh, to be on the program here at Hope in the Night. The number is 800-917-800-N I G H T 17. And when you call, just leave a detailed message for us. We'll get back to you and uh, maybe see what kind of questions you would have, what you would like to talk with June about, a situation that's going on in your life and uh, what what uh, direction you'd like to get for that. So we'd like to have that conversation. Just talk to us at 800-917. Again, leave a message. We'll get back to you to talk to you about scheduling an upcoming Hope in the Night. That's 800-917 or 800-644-4817. And we hope to hear from you soon. Well, I am delighted to bring tonight's caller to you, uh, June. And uh, we have listening from Colorado on KGFT. We welcome Kat. Well, hello, Kat. Welcome to Hope. Hi. Hi. Well, what would you like for us to talk about? Um, well, uh, I guess just uh, my road um, on recovery. Me and my husband are new back into our recovery right now, about five mm. and six months in. So, um, And so recovery from what? Uh, um, from methamphetamines and heroin, fentanyl, and alcohol. Mm. So, wow. Uh, that's, so, and, and all at one time? Or just yeah. meaning periodically? Okay. No, well, no, I, respect. I, I stopped everything, everything all at once. And we were living in our uh, Durango at the time, so it was pretty... It was pretty rough. (laughs) Wow. So. What made you decide you wanted to be on the road to recovery? I just, my life was pretty miserable, pretty out of control, and just pretty, uh, pretty just horrible, (laughs) miserable, Mm -hmm. pretty meaningless, it seemed. Meaningless. Okay. Yeah. And. And 
regarding your husband. Um, mm-hmm. You said we are, are you both on the road to recovery? Yes, he actually um, he actually got clean probably about six weeks before uh, I did. Um, it took me a little longer, so. I was fighting with a lot more demons, but that's, mm-hmm. you know, either way, it it um, just took me a little longer, but... Uh-huh. And what but motivated here, him? You know, we, we started working, after I got clean, I started working a week later, and he did too. We both started on the same day, and we, um, two weeks later when we got our paycheck, we got into a motel, and so we're uh, still in the motel because... We just did a lot of damage to our uh, credit and whatnot, doing, uh, making bad choices. And so, um, and then we're convicted felons. And so we're having a hard time getting, um, renting a place, you know. Mm-hmm. So, well, we're just you know, trying to truthfully, mm-hmm. I, I just want to say um, everyone knows what it's like to make wrong decisions. It's the wise ones that recognize if I keep on this path, it will only lead to further destruction. And there are those who will not admit that. And they refuse to even consider stopping what they are doing because there is a payoff. There's a payoff. in terms of heroin, um, you know the feeling. The, um, the you, well, you know when a drug gives is an upper. You know alcohol is uh, the opposite, but but right. it kind of numbs <laughs> you out. And <clears throat> so they they all have something that keeps you from dealing with reality because it changes the reality of. What is true, and in other words, you literally are uh, wanting a mood changer, uh, whether yeah. to numb out or to get high. Um, it it doesn't, you know. The the point is, how much better for you, which you said to come clean. Um, I respect anyone who has uh, recognized I'm on the wrong road. I need to turn. Now, that's true with every single person on earth. Because the Bible says, all we like sheep have gone astray. Each one has turned to his own way. So, sweetheart, um, I would love to say, oh, I've never ever needed to change. No, no. The, The Bible says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So, we have a choice, though. And you have exercised the choice, you and your husband. What made him, before you, decide to get clean? Well, he uh, had gotten in a little bit of trouble, and um, he had got put on probation. And mm-hmm. um, so the first probably eight months of his probation, uh, he was just not in compliance, and, and they told him... Uh, they said he said if you don't get start doing what you have to do, then I'm going to put you back in Comcore, and then mm-hmm. he would have 
you know, we would have been apart. And so, so he, um, you know, he can't leave me out here on the streets by myself. You know, we were home mm. living in our car and stuff. So he, he had to get clean. So, so he got clean. And then, so I, uh, you know, so I, then I did too. And, you know, we had talked about it. We were wanting to for a long time, but it's, it's so easy to say, uh, you know, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. And it's like, tomorrow just never comes. So Right. Good yeah, good for so. you both. So when you um, think about your future now, what are you wanting to see happen? You're, you're on the right road. You know that you now can both have a job because you're in mm-hmm. jobs. And um, so what what specifically um, are you wanting to have happen next that I could help you with? Well, I would, I would like to get, um, I, I feel like me, him and I need um, some counseling. Um, so I need that. We need that um, because we just, we argue a lot. And, and so... Um, you know, we love each other and it's like not really an option to leave one another, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're in this for the long haul. So we need to figure it out so we can, uh, fine tune our relationship, you know, and, and, and I, and then I would like to start doing it like every two years because this girl that I work with, that's what she said. She's like, I believe every marriage should should get a fine tuning every couple of years, you know, you should go to a go mm. to a counselor and get an unbiased opinion outside, you know, because of course you're both right and you know, blah 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 and, and we've just we've been through so much and and I mean we might argue but we don't we're not disrespectful to each other and we don't call each other out of name or yell even yell at each other. Wow. We just you know, we mm-hmm. just will bicker, I guess. But, you know, it's, it gets wearing on, on us, you know, especially we're just still fragile in our, you know, sobriety. And that's what, you know, always makes you relapse your stupid feelings. <laughs> your stupid feelings tell your brain to do something stupid. So, you know, we just, we want to be happy. I mean, we are happy. I mean, we're so grateful that... I know I'm just so happy that we have a roof over our head and everything. And um, last week we went and made business cards. I've been making these boxes with my mom for like 20 years. And I give away more than I sell. But so mm-hmm. we're trying to trying to make this business happen. And, and just, um, you know, we're just accepting where we're at right now. And that's, you know, safe and warm and just figure, uh, you know, We'll get out of this motel at some point. Somebody will take a chance on us. Mm-hmm. Well, what know? are you arguing about? What What's the main uh, thing you argue? What is the main thing that you're arguing about? It's nothing. It, it's nothing. It's about putting your shoes. It's just nothing. It's just nothing significant. Okay. You know, and that's what's even more irritating is it's just, I don't know if we're around each other. We've been, we're in a motel room, so it's one room. Maybe we're just around each other too much. Or, um, 
but it's nothing significant. You know, it's not like financial or, or stuff like that. It's just stupid, okay. stupid stuff. And, you know, I don't know why, why we're doing that to each other. <laughs> we're torturing each other. I have a friend who says, unless it is a matter of life and death, I'm not going to engage in a fight. You know, it's one thing to fight for your life if you're being attacked. But um, if you think about it, it takes, you know this expression, it takes two to make a fight. Mm -hmm. So why don't you be the one to say, not going to go there, and you walk away? Yeah, we, we've been really good at, at that since... Since we have gotten clean, um, we will just walk away, you know, because it is. It's exhausting to argue, you know. It is, you know. Well, it it is. It's a choice. Um, yeah. The Bible says there's a time to speak and a time to be silent. There are many times I'm with someone in my life, whether it's a family member or just someone that I, I'm with um, quite a bit, and I could respond, I could give an answer contrary to what this other person is doing. I'm thinking about a family member right now. <laughs> okay. But it, it's, not, it's not profitable. Yeah. It, I, you know, in fact... If my, my objective is to build a bridge, not build a barrier. Yeah. And when you're fighting, many times you are building a barrier. I'm not saying you, I'm saying anyone. We, well, if, if we could. definitely building a barrier without a so, doubt. Okay, then, then you need to be the one to make a decision. Hopefully you both could. And you say, you know, I'm, let's try to change. Instead of being negative, what can I do to build a bridge? struggle to believe that God loves you, that He accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as His precious, beloved child? So many people have a distorted picture of God that He is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you know. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. In this 31-day devotional, June Hunt provides compassionate, biblical insight to help you understand and embrace the life-changing identity you have in Christ. Each day provides a biblical truth along with a short reflection and journaling questions to help you see yourself through God's eyes. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night because it has changed so many lives. Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional for yourself or a loved one at junehunt.org. We would love your prayers here at Hope for the Heart. 
Over and over in God's Word, the Lord encourages us to lift up one another in prayer. We are reminded in 2 Corinthians 1.11, you help us by your prayers. So we want to encourage you to join the prayer team of June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart. You can join the Hope for the Heart prayer team at hopefortheheart.org pray. When you sign up to join our prayer team, we will send you an email each month to keep you updated with the latest prayer needs of June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart. Our prayer team is a great way to stay connected and support June and support the Hope of the Night broadcast. We are so grateful for your prayers and support of our listeners and friends like you who make this ministry possible. You can join our prayer team at hopefortheheart.org slash pray. That's hopefortheheart.org slash pray. And thank you for partnering with us in prayer. listening to Hope in the Night, a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of this ministry, and we thank you for that. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help guide you to God's hope through our resources. I want to mention a couple of our resources, Keys for Living Cold, Alcohol and Drug Abuse, Breaking Free and Staying Free. And that is available as you talk to customer support, and they'd be happy to uh, point uh, you in the right direction towards any other resources that may help. And uh, the uh, other keys for living I was going to mention is uh, uh, reconciliation, rebuilding the broken relationships. And those, and I said, as uh, as I said, many others are available by calling customer support, 800-488-4673. If you would like to speak with June, maybe there's something going on in your life and uh, you'd like to talk with her on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, we welcome your call at 800-Night-17. That's 800-N-I-G-H-T-1-7. And when you call, leave a detailed message for us. We'll get back to you and uh, schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. Just talk to you about what uh, questions you might have and what you would like to talk with June about. The number again, 800 night 17 Let's return to our conversation now with Kat. Well, Kat, what I'm hearing is you care about relationships. It, oh, yes, you, absolutely. You already, you already know that you've... I'm very impressed. You have... <laughs> overcome one of a, a huge hump. We're not talking about just one addiction. You said you were addicted to, correct me if I'm wrong, alcohol, heroin, meth, and fentanyl. Did I hear that yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, and then, and your method of, of literally, be, uh, as you said, you were determined to be clean, and you are clean. So yes. what did you do to accomplish this? Well, I mean, I had to, I tried to start going to the place where I was going to uh, achieve recovery. And okay. I kept kind of getting the runaround and stuff because I wanted to. I said, well, I need to get Suboxone and I need to get this. And I always had an excuse of what I needed 
to be able to help me get clean, you know. And so I, um, I I don't know. And so I was supposed to get it, and then the lady didn't call it in. She goes, well, you, we can't recall in Suboxone because it's a, uh, you know, it's like a scheduled something. Uh, it's basically like a heroin in a different form. Yeah, and, scheduled and so substance. I said, okay, well, whatever, you know, and I, I ran out of of drugs, and I just, I, and I had money and everything, and I just, I didn't get any, and I, I was just like, I'm just going to stop now, and I stopped, and, and it was probably the first, um, like the first two days, it was, it was hard, it was so hard. Uh Of course. Because it's just like, but you're saying, you, you, it's like a restless body syndrome through your whole body, like, you can't even lay down. It's just, it's the, it's probably, it's just so miserable. And then we were in living in our Durango, you know, so we had like a a bed in the a mattress in the truck, and it was just like I don't even know really how I got through it. To be honest well, with you, I I don't know. And are you telling me that you went cold turkey? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh-huh, well. Yes. Well. So, yeah. and and you're right. The hardest part is at the beginning. That, I mean, that's yeah. classic. And. Yeah, yeah, you stuck with if it. If you can get through, if you can get through the first couple of days, you know, I, you know, I think it was a couple of days later. I got Suboxone, and I took it for about three or four days, and I, and I just stopped taking it because I, I don't think it was doing anything for me, uh, either way, good or bad, you know, and so. I thought, then I'll just have that crutch, you know, then I'll be wanting to, where's I need my Suboxone, and then. Yeah. Anyway, I just I didn't want to have to put myself through all that. Wow. Um, and then I had went and got a uh, what they call a sublocate shot, and you get it in your stomach. And so, if even if I was if I went and got drugs or whatever and tried to do them, it it's a blocker. It um, mm-hmm. it blo- it blocks the receptacle. So when you do the drug, it just it just like bounces off of it, you know, okay. like a ping pong, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, so I had that for, um, it's 30 days. So I got one shot and then I didn't, I didn't go back and get another one because, it, um, I don't know, because I, I didn't think that I needed it. You know, I thought, no, I'm good because I, I you know, I just, we started going to church and stuff and. Oh, really? That's what I was going to ask about. Are you in a church at this time? Yeah, we go to the sanctuary. Okay, okay. And do they teach the Bible? Well, not really, and um, that's kind of... They they sing a lot, um, and so I don't really... I would rather hear somebody preaching... Um, and I, I want to, like, I've never read the Bible, so I, um, oh. you know, I want to read the Bible, but I, I don't know that I could understand it. So that's something that do you I have would, a Bible? I need it. Do you, do you have a Bible? Do you actually have a Bible or shall I send you yeah. one? Okay. Well, I don't think it's like a real Bible. It's like a pink one. No, I think it's more like prayers and stuff, but... But I, okay. I would love for you to send me a Bible. Okay, we're going to send you, as a gift from our ministry, okay. a Bible. 
And listen, I, I know what it's like to know nothing about the Bible. I was not raised. Some people just were raised in a church where the Bible was taught, but and, and but yet I later saw people my age who had what I call now the real thing, meaning they had authentic Christianity. I'd never seen it before. And I later wanted what they had. And they they had a relationship. They would say, June, Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship with Christ. But I didn't understand what that meant. So I needed yeah. to hear what authentic Christians said. And it was life-changing. Uh, are you in the Springs area, Colorado Springs? Yes, that's where I'm at. Okay. Well, I I spoke there um, a number of months ago at um, oh. Rocky Mountain um, Calvary Church. Uh huh. I, I don't yeah. know where that is compared to where you are, but I was so impressed. And yeah, I it's said, a beautiful, I, beautiful church. Oh, okay. It it uh, the the reason I'm saying that is. I said, after the weekend, I said, if I, if I somehow left Texas and needed to be in Colorado Springs, I, I would love to be a part of this church. And I, I mean that. Um, they, yeah. there is, there's a lot of intentional helping people. I mean, I think it, if, if you are... Um, it would be worth um, the effort to go. And um, yes, I will. I will absolutely because I, I've been asking for guidance on that too. Because because um, I wanted to find a, a different uh, church. So okay. Well, and and I know. Uh, in fact, just today I received a text from somebody um, who was at that church. And she said that she had a changed life um, when I was there. And uh, and this is a sharp, wonderful, love, just delightful woman. Um, I mean, I mean, there were just some wonderful, I mean, I'm talking about, they, they deal with needs, though. They deal with hurts and people who have challenges, as opposed to, it's not just going to church to go to church. It's to be in a fellowship of people where you learn from each other. And I'm, so I'm just telling you that I uh, think you are, according to Jeff, he just communicated to me that you're uh, about 25 minutes away from where, wherever you are, which I don't know, but he knows. And, uh, <laughs> okay. but so, so we're, we're just, um, uh, the Bible says, I know the plans. This is lo the Lord speaking. Um, he, the Lord says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. So it's not June has the plans for you. I'm just saying God has the plans for you. And one that thing he amazing. says is, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. So this that's in the book of Hebrews, and he's saying you need fellowship with others. And see, the wonderful thing is you will be 
an answer to someone's prayer for a friend. Someone is going to need you you, uh, because it could be what you've experienced and how to be a how to help somebody literally have victory in their lives by making choices, even if when they're tough choices, you made choices. Life is a series of choices. And my friend, I'm very impressed that you you knew where the way you were going being <clears throat> addicted to alcohol, heroin, meth, and fentanyl. My goodness. And then you you made, even when it was hard, you maintained the, the track you were on to um, literally break free. So you, as you it said, you and your husband now are clean. And obviously, yeah, but, you, it's just uh, phenomenal. I... I still am in shock, and that's why um, I, you know, I prayed. I just, I prayed, and I prayed. I was like, just please take it away, because I figured that once I got clean off of the drugs, I would keep drinking, because the first time that I got out of the jail and did drugs, I was 11 years old in San Diego. Wow. And so it's been a very long road, and I've really never been clean except for whenever I was locked up. So for me to have done this and not be in jail is just unbelievable. It's it's just unbelievable. I can't just believe it. It's crazy. Mm. So I'm very thankful, you know. Well very thankful. Well I am I I wanna take personal interest in you because I know this church and I know what they do Um, again it's Rocky Mountain Calvary Church uh, and um, in the springs and and um, they are caring and they have a program where people start out and they learn a number of things that will help them reinforce their lives for to to live healthy and um, and it, it's like fo- fo- focusing on the direction and how do you get complete freedom I know you're concerned that you could go back because you've gone back other times but but in truth you see the joy that you have right now If you or a loved one are struggling with a difficult life issue, we want to encourage you to check out the free resources from June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. At hopefortheheart.org forward slash free, you'll find over 50 free resources that you can download straight to your phone or computer. Our free PDF resources provide quick answers from God's Word on real-life issues, including anger, abuse, anxiety, family issues, forgiveness, and more. They are absolutely free and easy to access. Many of our listeners have found these to be helpful for overcoming personal challenges, and some have found them to be a useful ministry tool to share with others who need help with a personal struggle like guilt, stress, or worry. Whatever issue you or a loved one are facing, you can find helpful free resources at hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. 
Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life, June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at one 800 917 We'll protect your privacy, and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at one 800 917 That's 1-800-644-4817. Welcome back to Hope in the Night. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. If you have any uh, questions or concerns about the topics here on the program, give our customer support team a call at 800-488-HOPE. And they're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'll help you access the appropriate resources for you. I want to recommend our Keys for Living called Reconciliation, Rebuilding the Broken Relationships. We also have keys on uh, on alcohol and drug abuse, breaking free and staying free. And uh, because we are dealing with multiple um, addictions here on the program tonight, I want to uh, let you know about a book that's been written as well that covers a variety of addictions. This is a great book called How to Defeat Harmful Habits. Those are just uh, a few of our resources that are available, just to name those, and uh, you can talk to customer support about others that would help you the most. Again, the number there is 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. You can also email them at customersupport at hopefortheheart.org and order directly from them there or ask your questions, and they can uh, recommend some resources for you. That's customersupport at hopefortheheart.org. Let's get back to our conversation with Kat. Kat, what I'm I'm appreciative of is you're caring about the relationship with your husband. You don't want to be fighting. You know that that's not really accomplishing anything. Is that correct? No. No, yes, it's not. Okay. So what can you name something that you have been fighting about? Oh, man. I don't don't think it's anything. It's just, it's so minuscule to how we argued about. Um, I can't can't even, I'm so, God, I never don't have anything to say. And I'm completely, (laughs) I don't even know. I don't even know, but I'm going to do what you recommended. And... Just say no. I'm not. I'm not going to. Um, I'm not going to feed into it. You know. I'm not going to feed into it. I'm not going to argue. You know. And no, it, it's or not. Have that... a code word. You know, like pineapples. Like if somebody, like if you're saying something <laughs> out of line or something, like pineapples. Like that's our word. Like shut it down. <laughs> no, just kidding. I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm going to tell you something that uh, I have a 
sister who did this, they had she and her husband had gotten in a pattern of being very critical of each other, at least something like that. And then, yeah. So they had they got a whistle, and um, so my sister was on the airplane with her husband, and she said to him, "They the plane had taken off," and she said to her husband, "You're you are being critical," and. He continued, "You're being critical, and find it, it, you know you're being critical. You need to stop." He wasn't stopping, and then all of a sudden, he keeps on. And so she pulls out the whistle that she had on the chain uh, uh-huh. underneath her blouse, probably, and she pulled it up, and then she went, <laughs> <laughs> and the whole plane went nuts. I mean, it's like what? Oh my. And but you know. It um, it broke. I mean, he saw that she was literally taking a stand, doing what they had said that they needed to quit being critical. And uh, so that reminds me of like the code word. Well, for them, it was the the whistle. But I do know that it you made know what? a difference. And, and if I did that, that would do something too. <laughs> I, I think well, I will. I think I will go buy me one first thing in the morning. <laughs> it's just a thought. You pray about it, and you know because. Well, I mean, the thing is, you want healthy relationships. Now, I'll tell you one yeah. thing that is so helpful when when things haven't been going well. There's a reason why the Bible says. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievance you have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Now, very candidly, I could not understand forgiveness. I'm just telling you, to me, it's like letting somebody off a hook. And how how can you just do that? That seems irresponsible. And yet, I didn't know what to do with the scripture because I had become a Christian and you know, it's very clear that we are to forgive. And so what I did later, um, how old are you, sweetheart? 48. Okay. Well, you then know what it's like when people do wrong things. And, And you think, well, how can I forgive that if they've not asked forgiveness, if they've not apologized or whatever or changed and see that was my problem of that that was my reason for not um thinking it would be right to forgive but i later learned forgive i did a word study forgive means release uh lift off send away uh and i i saw these words and in this case, uh, it's like, imagine a meat hook around, um, around your neck, and you're saying, and, and, and here's a burlap bag, like a potato sack, hanging from that, that meat hook. You got the picture? Right. <laughs> okay, so it would be like... Okay, when 
you say, if I were to say, what has been so painful to you? And then you literally are telling me this was painful. This hurt me. This was, you know, and so every time I would put a, a boulder, double size of your fist, I put a boulder in, oh, so-and-so did this to you, so-and-so did this to you, um, whether it's your husband or, or someone who hurt you. And, and you keep, eventually, that bag gets heavy, of, of, of a weight. Now, if you had to carry 100 pounds around your neck, hanging from a meat hook, um, how do you think you would do it if you had to do that permanently? Yeah, you would be definitely dragging around. <laughs> yeah, that's... Well, yeah. you know, and my mom, I'll never forget my mom telling me that, and that when at, me and my husband had split up that I had my girls with, and she goes, if you just forgive him, she goes, you don't know how much better you're going to feel. And, and at that time... Mm-hmm. That's what I thought and said exactly what you said and thought mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. yeah, right. You know, what do you mean? Forgive him. Like doesn't seem fair, does it? No. And it's, and it's a hard thing to do. And it really is. Okay. This is you what know? I want you to what imagine. What about guilt? What, okay. what do you, what do you think about the guilt that a person carries? Okay. How do you okay. get rid of that luggage? <laughs> Well, let me let me deal this with. For, I'll I'll talk with that as soon as I finish this. Okay. With, um, the, <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. This is helpful. Okay. What we're yeah. talking about is if you have been carrying unforgiveness in your heart. I mean, it can be understandable. Uh, I I I would understand it, but since God is the one who says, forgive. Forgive one another. Um, what that means is you take that person off of your emotional hook and you put, you're not letting them off the hook. You're taking them off of your hook and you put them onto God's hook because he says, it's mine to avenge, I will repay. It's not that the person's going to get away with it. It's just you're not going to be the one who's going to be executing justice or executing right. the person. So, so do you see that you make an, an act of your will? I Okay, these are the things that he has done to hurt me. But I'm going to, as an act of my will, choose to release that pain to you, Lord, and I'm going to release that person. I'm going to release that person who has hurt me and I put him onto your hook, Lord, and I pray that one day he'll have a changed life. That's, does that make sense? Because the Bible says yes, pray yes. for those who persecute you. Pray for those who persecute you. So you pray they'll have a changed life. And then you're doing. Then you're doing what God wants you to do. Does that make sense? Okay. 
Yeah, because I, I never knew how how to go about doing that. Like, and I really do want to learn the Bible and everything because I I really want to know his story and stuff. And and um. Okay. Well, we I'm will thankful, send you, you know? <laughs> a a a translation that I think you will uh, appreciate. And so we're going to send you a Bible. We're going to send you also uh, our material on forgiveness so that you'll know how to do that and okay uh, now about guilt talk to me guilt uh are you might your is, is it your guilt you're talking about yes <laughs> okay yeah and is it guilt for tell me fra- phrase what guilt you want to be for, for, forgiven for uh, my daughters because of you know when i was on drugs and uh-huh just, uh, you know, how much pain I, I caused them, you know, and going in and out of jail and just all just all the hurt, you know, everything I've done, everything mm-hmm. I haven't done. Okay. Well, let me tell you, um, one of the most painful things is a parent who does not ask forgiveness of a son or a daughter, a child, um, a grown child. So this is because I remember my dad never asked forgiveness for anything he did, and that was hard. But um, I, I, I kind of gave up that he would do that. But what I can tell you is you could write down what where the areas that you just already started telling me about of how you felt it was not right what how you treated them or what happened to them because of your addiction and for you to literally write this out and just say these are the things I I want to ask forgiveness for ask my this daughter and do it separately um, for your your I gather you have two daughters and yes. just so so and at one at a time and just say i i realize i have been wrong and as uh, a person who wants to be right before god i'm asking i'm coming to ask would you be willing to forgive me for these things and then if she says yes what you say what else what else is painful to you and you write that down and then you ask every each time where you've been wrong. We will send our keys for living called Forgiveness. Releasing you is freeing me. We'll send that out to tonight's caller. And we do that free of charge. That's because of your generous support of this ministry. And if you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate. And we thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. The preceding program was pre-recorded.